Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into Poke the Bear, episode 133. I'm Evan Marinovsky. That's Connor Ryan. Connor, what is up? Evan, I'm doing well. How you doing? Doing great. Doing great. You excited for the all-star break and a little bit of a bye week? You know, what, are you, what are you doing for it? Uh, I'm actually going on vacation. I'm going to be in Europe for a couple of uh, couple of days. So be mostly off the grid, which you know what that means. It means that'll probably be the week that David Postnock signed. So Sorry, but maybe I'm not sorry. Maybe Bruins seems to be grateful that my absence again leads to some very tangible news. So uh, we'll see what happens. But I'm gonna enjoy uh, taking a few days off, Evan. Maybe, maybe uh, they'll ask you to go away forever if that happens. So I'd be a little worried. Maybe I'd say, "Oh, Connor, I can't have you back." I'll be like that that meme of Squidward looking through the window as Patrick (laughs) and and SpongeBob running about. That'll be me. <laughs> I tweet that about Tori Krug every time he comes back to TD Garden watching uh, the Bruins. But it's interesting, wasn't it? A few years ago, you were on a plane somewhere, and they signed a bunch of people. Uh, I forget who or what year that was. Twenty twenty two, twenty twenty one, going to Vegas, and I was like, "All right, well, you know, it's a bit of a long flight, but you know, it's the off season. What, what, what more can happen right now?" And then, sure enough. What do you know, Evan? But they I think that Kevin Miller retired. And then yep. I want to say like 40 minutes later, Brendan Kyle signed an extension like out of nowhere. So again, it's a long flight to Europe. So you're welcome. Lots could happen. Lots could happen. Um, but anyways, uh, speaking of news, it's funny. We we always have every year this is going on for since we have been podcasting together. Uh during the trade deadline, we will record an episode and then immediately things change like right after. I forgot about that uh, until Monday when it came out of nowhere. There were no rumors. There was nothing. It was just Bo Horvath to the Islanders uh, for Anthony Bovillier, um, Air. What's the guy's the, the prospect? Aaron Rotti. Uh, yeah, Rotti. But he's a, a Finnish man. Yes, and then ever top kind of a top prospect, and then a protected first round pick, top twelve protected. And was there a second round pick in there again? I forget. I, so. I think it's just that okay. first. So just that. Um, pretty high price. Pretty high price. That's what a top six player. That's a high end prospect and a first. I don't think the Bruins were ever going to do. I mean, let's transition that to Bruins. What would that be like? DeBrusque or. Or like yeah. Zaka, 
I feel like, yeah, people for, for mentioning Nebraska, I think maybe before this year, you could see the parallels. You know, I think Bovillier's kind of um, trended downward a little bit as of late, but still a, a reliable middle six guy looking for a fresh start. So you could say it's somewhat similar to Zaka. Sorry, you're moving Zaka, which you might have had to anyway in order to make the money work, which we'll get to. But um, a first round pick, which again, for the Islanders is probably more value there because it's top 12 protected but it's also like the islanders aren't even in the playoff picture right now like I, if you do that for the bruins you're getting uh what 28th 29th overall pick with Islanders yeah at, in the team so again more value for vancouver in that part of the move and then rati's an interesting guy where i think he's the top prospect for the islanders um was at one point considered the number one pick in 2021 and then dropped all the way down in the second round so i'm really sure what happened there but still when you look at what his pedigree is and where he was in the Islanders system, you're probably giving up a very equal player in terms of are you looking at a Lysel or a Lorai. So, all right, Zaka first and uh, Lysel or Lorai. Pretty steep for a guy that, again, we talked about it before. Would the Bruins like to add Horvat? Yeah, sure. Who wouldn't? Uh, you can never not go all in, especially when you look at the stakes involved with this year. But trading for him would be a luxury. And I think when you look at what it would take to give up more assets to welcome that kind of financial headache in the off season where you have to give him a new contract and balance in the books there. And then I think, especially when you look at taking guys off the NHL roster with this team, it's like, I don't want to mess too much with what you have going on here, especially if it's a guy like uh, Zaka or Frederick, right? Like adding, adding a guy like Horvat is a luxury to your top six, but you're also subtracting, like a everyday player further down the line, I've been creating yet another vacancy down there. So you, you weigh the good and the bad with a deal like that. But I think if you're the Bruins, you're probably happy that you kind of stood at the wayside and let the Islanders kind of outbid a lot of other teams there, especially teams that you probably would not be happy he went to, like Carolina or Tampa or what have you. Yeah. Again, I think the be- I think this was kind of the best case scenario for Bruins fans and for the Bruins. I mean, again, you know, because obvi- again, we how many times have we said this? Where in the top six is Horvat going? Obviously, he's going in the top six, not trading for Horvat to put him on the third line. Like you've got enough third line <laughs> contenders, but uh, like again, the cost was going to be huge. Again, you don't want to take guys off the current roster, and you also don't want to sacrifice a lot of the future either. I mean. They do have to stock up. I know it should be all in on this year, but it is important to kind of keep the prospects together. I know we talked about Lysel um, on Monday, and I stand by that, but that doesn't mean I'm like eager to trade him. Uh, but at the same time, he didn't go to the Hurricanes. He didn't go to even the Rangers. He didn't go to the to the Leafs. He didn't go to the Lightning. Like none of your big rivals that are going to keep you away from a Stanley Cup in June got him. That's a good thing. Like, and and again, I, you know, we're not Islander. We're not, you know, poke the Islander or something. Uh, I don't know what that would be. I was going to say Islanders beat, but this isn't Bruins beat. This is poke the bear. So I don't know what the the uh, equivalent of, for the Islanders would be. Poke the Islander. That'd be interesting. Um, poke the Island, maybe steal the Island. Who knows? Um, but what, I, but again, they gave up a ton. It doesn't really make a lot of sense in terms for them. I think they just kind of wanted to make a big move. Um, so, again, I, I think the Bruins did the right thing here. Stand pat. Um, they don't need a, you know, huge piece up front. They just need depth. They need depth on defense as well. Um, and you hope it doesn't cost you too much because um, I think that's the the biggest thing. Um, mm-hmm. 
going forward. And I mean, again, you have other big fish out there. There's Timo Meyer, there's Patrick Kane. Um, could they go to Toronto or Tampa or Carolina? I, I would think one of them might, considering the Hurricanes have the money to do it. Um, right. Like Timo Meyer, I would think would be a fit in Carolina. Um, but still, I mean, Horvat's in the midst of a crazy year, goal scoring wise and everything. So I just, you know, again, glad he didn't go to a contender. Um, you know, the Islanders sitting on the outside. Who knows? Maybe the Islanders go on a crazy run. Crazier things have happened. Or, or they could also just further dip. Like that team is so like average. Post, like in terms yeah. of where they are. That's when I think most people's reaction when Horvath got traded to the Islanders, you're like, huh? What? I bet Bo Horvat had the same reaction. He's like, Why Probably. am I going here? Like, what? Yeah. You know, I, I could go to you know, I could go to Carolina. I could go to Boston. I could go to you know, Toronto. I could go at New York Rangers, Long Island. Hey everyone, I want to tell you about one of our terrific sponsors, Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Over at Bet Online, you can still find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, the latest fighting news. NFL bets, and yes, with the NHL back, even more wagers and odds. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. It's super easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's promo code CLNS50. BetOnline, where the game Stats. Now let's get back to the show. The game against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Bruins, uh, after a three-game losing streak, come in uh, game before the All-Star break, and they get the win. Big win, too. I mean, I know Austin Matthews wasn't playing, but big win going up there, doing what they did. Especially the third period where A.J. Greer scores that beautiful goal and then decides to fight. That Uh, that wasn't great. That was... was... Not the greatest decision. You know the part in the office when Andy has like the phone in the the ceiling and he loses his mind and like (laughs) punches a hole in the wall and then he goes like, that was an overreaction. That was (laughs) AJ Greer fighting Wayne Simmons immediately after scoring a goal. You really shouldn't do that. And I mean, thankfully he was back on the bench later on because you go, okay, you got his bell rung there. Oh my God. Wayne Simmons is not a guy I think you want to be scrapping with unless you're you know what to expect, and based on that punch, I don't think Greer was expecting uh, a hook like that. So what what's funny is it was kind of like he almost like blacked out from the goal, and I bet he was sitting at the faceoff dot, just so high on life, just like yeah, yeah I'll fight anybody, yeah, what do, what do you want? Like I can do anything, and then just I fought who? <laughs> what did I do? I, like why am I in the penalty box right now? Um, I didn't understand it. It didn't make a lot of sense. Uh, fortunately for the Bruins, you know it. The light. Uh, I almost want to say the Lightning. The Leafs scored, and then. Uh, the Bruins rattled off uh, two goals, both from Pavel Zaka. Both beautiful. You know, the first one was beautiful. The second one was great work on the forecheck. Uh, we'll get to Zaka in a bit. Uh, but it's clear the Bruins weren't fretting about that losing streak. But still, getting that win before the 10-day break meant something. Yeah, no, I think it, it is a nice uh, development for the Bruins. Again, they weren't talking. They were saying they weren't fretting over a three-game losing streak, which, again, is your first losing streak, and it's the last week of January, early February probably doing okay for yourself probably shouldn't be worrying about that that being said then the last thing you want to do if you're the bruins is go into this all-star break you can get away from the game relax and be in the midst of a four-game skid where you also look at carolina last thing you want to do is be like all right we're on this record-setting pace carolina's what six points five points back of us like that's not 
exactly, you know, it's like finding out you have to do like a huge like project at work right as you take a vacation. Like you're like, yes. all right, well, I'll deal with that later. But then you're, you're hanging out at the beach and you're like, oh shit, I gotta do that project. Or like in high, or like oh, in high school, or in high school, or you know, you'd 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 uh, the teacher would say, go enjoy winter break, guys. But you know, we have an essay due when you get back, and it's like, yeah, or it's well, like so much for the break. Mid August for summer vacation, you hadn't read, you haven't done all your book reports yet. Oh, I personally, whenever I was, I started, I started right as. The school year ended. That's me. I stayed at school all summer. Oh wow, so. that's awesome! Wow, congratulations, Evan. <laughs> I did not. I did not go to summer school, guys. No more. Um, but yeah, I think when you look at just getting back on track, and we'll talk about it. But the guys who did contribute as well, um, uh, just an encouraging way for the Bruins to get back to their game. You look at the last couple of losses for them. They've had a lot of third period uh, lead slip away, outscored in all three of them against Tampa, Florida, and Carolina. And the Bruins really kind of controlled that third period after a pretty tight game. So, again, not taking any sweeping declarations off of a game like this, especially with Matthews out, um, which does hurt Toronto. You know, uh, Sam Stonov's glove, not great. But yeah. uh, I, I still think when you look at just the, the bigger picture and getting back to details and stuff like that, a win like that has to be huge for a team that now can finally take a break, relax, and then hopefully get ready for kind of the, the final stretch of the regular season here. It's like what Ed, it's like what Jack was saying when he announced, you know, when he was reading Samsonov's stats beginning of the game. He said, "Who do you think? Who does he think he is, Linus Olmark?" Mm-hmm. Um, and he did have a good save on Pasternak. Pasternak would have had a top ten uh, worthy goal, but Samsonov made a good uh, left pad save. But you mentioned some of the players who have you know stepped up last night, or excuse me, on um, on Wednesday. Uh, Brandon Carlo, that nice bounce back game. He had a tough stretch of games in Carolina and Florida and Tampa, uh, and Pavel Zaka. Looks like the contract made sense there. Uh, I mean, you look at that that first goal of his where, you know, dangles to the defender, goes around, then just rips an absolute rocket. And it, he can shoot it. It's funny, like, he can't finish when there's an open net, but when there's, like, a little Holy sliver, man. when what? it is a sliver, he just sniper. So, uh, I mean, it's it's good that these guys, again, are, as you kind of mentioned, are getting back. Uh, to playing a good style of hockey before heading into the break. Yeah, yeah. Carlo, I think, had a really good game. Uh, he, he gets that goal again. That's not what he bases his overall contributions for. Is you know his offensive game, but I think you look at him, and I think he's been really solid for a majority of this year. I know he has a lot of detractors, but he's been playing really, really good hockey for most of the season, especially coming back from that concussion. Been really good with Hampus Lindholm. Had a pretty big blip, I think, in these three losses where he had a, quite a few miscues that directly led to goals that, again, you go. Comes with easy territory. To, for what these easy to point are. out. <laughs> yeah, it's very easy to point out, right? Um, but I, I think for him, getting back on track with a, a clean game like that against Toronto, added a goal, which helps uh, guys' confidence is huge. And then, yeah, Saka, I mean, after signing that contract, he's a pretty much a point-per-game guy. I think he has 10 points in his last 10 games in signing that contract. So, again... That's an issue further down the line in terms of is he a potential top six guy when there might be some vacancies down the middle. But I think when you look at just um, this season, he's looking like a guy that uh, warrants keeping that uh, check line together, right? Like for all this mixing and matching, knowing you have a guy in Zaka who complements Krejci and Pasternak well, and I think they've gotten even more in sync as they played more and more games. Uh, That's huge for Montgomery and the Bruins in terms of, all right, we know we're getting DeBrus back and kind of, uh, toggle and see what we can do on on those lines but that second line we keep those you know three checks together 
fair to assume they're probably going to generate a good amount of chance, especially when Zaka's finishing plays like that. Yeah, I don't understand why that Pasternak, why that Zaka, Krejci Pasternak line doesn't stay together all the time. Every time they're together, they produce. Like that feels kind of obvious. And again, you get to have Taylor Hall in the third line. Uh, so to me, again, like it just goes back to they have depth. They've got freaking depth. And again, when you have, I mean, that, you know, again, like on a lot of teams, that Zaka, Krejci Pasternak line is a top line. <laughs> and you have that on your second line. So, I mean, it's something we've harped on all year in that they have that depth. They have that depth that, again, can beat teams you know like you can shut down Bergeron and Marchand and you know whoever's with the you know hopefully DeBrusque when he comes back but you gotta you gotta prepare yourself for Krejci as well and Coyle and again that's why I think that you know this is this isn't obviously the 1920 team wasn't as deep and they also weren't as good I mean they were president's trophy winners but they were never ever close to this to this level of like dominance and we always said that that whole time like they don't really have the depth that's why they went out and had to get kasha and richie at the deadline was because they needed a top six wing and they went out and got two and neither really fit that's not gonna happen this year they don't need that at all as we said they just need depth more depth pieces in case of injury um and the key obviously then is just please don't give up everything you know like just you know sweeney has it in the past so there's no real sign that uh he will this time the biggest thing at this road trip though i must say connor brad martian on twitter Ooh, ooh! Don't get in his way. Oh, was going crazy on there. I think there was one time where he was going on a a Twitter heater, and I was in. I was right after the Islanders game, and like you get the the things popping up, and I go, man. And then it was like a lull, and all of a sudden I got like a notification on my phone that was like Brad at like Brad Martian like replied to your tweet, and I'm like, oh shit, Uh, oh no, no, fine, it was fine, it was just normal banter, but. When you when he goes on one of those heaters, you're like, all right, everyone, everyone, look out! <laughs> it's like it's like your, your friend who's been like potty and like passes out and shows up later to the party. Like, what are you doing here? Oh god, get away, get away! He's a zombie. No, it's yes. like it's like you know you're getting ratioed. You could yes. like you could say something completely wrong, isn't true, you know, whatever. Not that he does, but it, you know, if he did, he could say, you know, he could say like you know the sky is red. And it would get a zillion retweets and and likes. You get ratioed into smithereens. And it would be like, go off, King. And yes. be, you know, whoever said the sky was blue would be sitting there like, damn it. Like I got I got nothing. I can't say anything. So he he does go on those uh those those fun Twitter times. He he does it, it's always on road trips. He's probably you know bored and says also true, yeah. it. I'm just gonna, you know, steamroll some people on Twitter. And he does. Athletes, they're just like us. Just go on the- Twitter when they're bored. They, they just are like, it's funny when I, when he was, I have his, you know, notifications on and, um, cause his tweets are always, you know, must read. And, and, uh, when he was doing it the other night, I was like, you know, like seven in a row and I'm like, what is going on? Like, what is happening? And he was replying to tweets that he wasn't even tagged in. So, um, it was pretty, it was pretty funny and it, it's always funny with him. He is always funny. We will give him that. Uh, he is always funny and he does, he is pretty good on the ice too. So I think that. That probably helps out uh, quite a bit. Uh, Connor, you're on break for a bit on vacation, but what can people look forward to when you come back? Yeah, uh, we'll continue to have you covered every step of the way this Bruins season over at boston.com. We have recaps, columns, features, all that good stuff over at boston.com. We also have uh, more content related to everything happening in, in Boston sports. So whether that's Tom Brady, Patriots, Celtics, Red Sox, all that good stuff, we have you covered 
uh, every step of the way over at boston.com. So please read over there. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can at Connor Ryan underscore 93. Tom Brady for fan banner captain. We didn't talk about that at all today. Neither. And we won't. We we will absolutely <laughs> Ever, ever. That is a rough little segment right there. I I jokingly tweeted that out and people were, I think I got some serious replies like, oh, this has to happen. It's like, no, 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 no. It could have happened. It It didn't happen. It it, it was supposed to happen. It did not happen. And there's no second chance. I also don't think he cares. I don't think he would ever want to because he didn't want to then. I don't think he'll want to now. Maybe he'll get bored though. Be like texting the Bruins, please. Please, like you know, you never know. Maybe that happens. Hopefully, like the game, Bruins say like game five of the first round against Pittsburgh. And it's like here's somebody. <laughs> People are like, hey, you know, like so. Anyways, Connor, go enjoy vacation. We will see you when you get back. Maybe you'll come back with a nice tan. I don't know what the weather is over there. I would imagine it's it, it's good now, right? Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's a little. It won't be uh negative like twenty eight. Like it's gonna be on Saturday here in Boston. But I also don't think it's gonna be. I think we we'll be coming back with needing some SBF or anything like that. I, okay, I mean, so I, I yeah, I don't really know climates in other parts of the world. Yeah, I I didn't look up on my Portugal weather before we started this podcast. I'm gonna, but... I'm gonna show up on like eighty five degrees now. Twist <laughs> my arm. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, that's not that's not too bad. But anyways, Connor, go have fun. That's Connor Ryan, Evan Marinovsky, Poke the Bear listeners. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you.